hosts John and Atli with Raising Bar Modern Masculinity. Today we're going to be talking about going into the unknown and uh, what that means to, to men and how that affects us in, in our everyday lives. What's up guys, it's me Atli and John. So uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about some cool stuff today. I hope everybody had a great week and uh, and got some stuff done. Got some made some uh, made some uh, accomplishments, and uh, you know, hope everybody had a good week. So, uh, get started here, and, uh, and go from there. What's up, man? So, what? How's your how's your week been? You know, it it it, it wasn't great as far as weeks go, but it it ended. Pretty nice. Like I think, I think Friday slash Saturday. I think if Friday, I just I was able to sit back and and really just kind of take stock and be like, you know what, this was a good this was a good week. It wasn't a great week, but you know I can't I can't complain, man. I'm 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 alive. Yeah. You know I have a job. I have. I can't really complain. I always want more, but I can't really, you know, as far as fulfillment, but right. I can't really complain as to, you know, my current stature. I've got a, a lot better than, than a lot of other people, and I, I shouldn't be complaining. So, right. Same here, man. You? Same here, man. I can't complain. Uh, you know, one thing that I've been trying to do a little bit better at is trying to count all my small wins, man. There's sometimes that we, I think as, uh, as men, we, like you said, we always want more. And, uh, man, we just don't take, we don't take in consideration, like you said, you know, uh, taking stock of all the, all the good choices you made throughout the week, you know, um, obviously we're not out there, you know, uh, robbing banks or, you know, doing stuff like that you could do, I guess, in, to make, e- you know, things easier, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Like you, you just, you we're, we're making better choices and, uh, and sometimes we, we just like, like I said, we don't take stock of the good, good things that, that you could be. That you, that you are doing right and uh, and uh, and that'd just be a lot easier uh, or you, you it would be a lot easier on us if we could if we if we uh, decide if we started using that practice to uh, you know take those small small wins into consideration and uh, so and and to, to piggyback on that a little bit before we delve into the meat and potatoes of, of today's stuff you know talking about small wins I was talking to one of my friends today, his name is Ian, and, well, not today, I was talking to him a couple days ago, and he said something, and I was like, hey, man, can I use this? And he's like, dude, go ahead, use it, don't even attribute it to me. I was like, no, I'm going to attribute it to you because you said it, I didn't say it, it was, it was your thought, and you, you deserve credit for it, but right. um, he said, in, in the, like, and I'm kind of phrasing this in the realm of, of wins, he said, you know, we've defined manhood by weight rooms and pussy pulling for so long that we forgot that doing what's simply right when no one is looking... And admitting when you're wrong, when everyone is looking, is what cuts men from boys. And <clears throat> so, it's in the realm right of, there, man. Yeah, in, in the realm deep. of small wins, right? You know what? Even if you screwed up this week, right? But you admitted to it, you cop to it because we don't we don't do that as guys. Yeah. Like one of my, I think one of my greatest strengths. I like this. I I don't know who taught it to me. I just somewhere along the way, I've just there's no shame in admitting you were wrong. Right. It's a chance for growth. It's a chance for learning. So yeah. whenever I'm wrong, like, and I'm, like, dead set wrong. Opinions are opinions, and that's one thing. But if I'm dead set wrong, then, you know, it's not, it's not a problem for me to be like, yeah, you know what? I, I was. Let me, let me do better next time. Yeah. And so even if you were wrong this week, even if you fucked up all week, if at the end of the week you were able to, to cop to everyone that you were wrong, mm-hmm. man, that's still a win. It doesn't seem like a win. It seems very counterintuitive admitting that you're wrong. Yeah. But 
It's the first step in growth. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, we're humans at the end of the day. So, I mean, we're going to make mistakes. Exactly. But but what makes us bigger or what makes us, yeah, bigger, uh, bigger person is to admit that we, that we made that mistake. So, yeah, man, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, I, I have a hard time, man. I have a hard time. It, it's I do it, but it doesn't come easily. Like I, I, I admit when I'm wrong, but it's not. It's like it's not. It's not an easy thing for me to do. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not natural, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so uh, but I'm yeah. wrong so much. It's easy for me. I just like <laughs> I just pretty much go through, <laughs> go through life. I was wrong. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. You know. I mean, being a you know. For those of you guys that are single and have, have forgotten it, you know, remember what it was like to be to be in a relationship, like with a girl. Like you're always wrong. It's easier that way. You know? Right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's 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 not true. Like, but <laughs> but let's let's talk about that uh, that um, the fear of the unknown, like stepping off into the unknown. I mean, this was an unknown for us. Yeah, definitely, know. man. So it wasn't unknown for us. Uh, so. I'm sure we've told you all the story already, but uh, uh, I had I had been I had been thinking about podcasting for a while, and uh, I really did, I, I I mean I so I'm in I'm a personal trainer, so I'm in the fitness industry, and, and for some reason I just really didn't want to I could have easily podcasted about what I do for a living uh, and what I've been doing for a while, but for for me I, I just felt like uh, I need to go a little bit deeper than that, which for me uh, exercise is part of, of personal growth, and I I link those two together. And I know that John does too. I know that John takes, you know, takes uh, exercise as uh, part of his, part of his personal development. And and you know, I, I heard him whenever he he has bad weeks, he wants to kill himself in the gym. So I don't do that. But <laughs> but anyways, um, before I get off track here, um, so uh, I reached out to John and said, hey man, let's uh, you know, you have a you have a lot of cool stuff to say, and um, you have a you have a different you have a different um, you're looking at life from a different uh, point of view, lenses, you know. Uh, John, John comes from, um, you know, he was in the military. Then he, after the military, he went to college, and I went the opposite, opposite route. I barely made it through high school, and just went straight into the workforce. And and also too, I, I was born in a different country. Um, don't I? Uh, I don't uh, don't have a dad, and so I had. So we just had completely different perspectives in life, but. Yet we kind of came to this same point where we're looking, we're both looking for the same thing, which is uh, for personal growth and to and to continue to build and 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 then to also help others, and so uh, and so uh, yeah, so this uh, starting a podcast it, it was uh, unknown for us. I mean, uh, I really had no idea of how to start a podcast. I mean, I knew what kind of equipment it took and stuff like that, um, and uh, so we we started working on. I started working on that and. Uh, you know, I think at first, I don't think he... I, did you take me serious at first, bro? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I've... I, I didn't, I didn't, because, like, so many people have... It, it's hard, like, I've always kind of wanted to do something like this. Right. I, you know, I was very blessed, in a sense, to have a lot of people who's, who's, like, in addition to their job, they also had a very natural talent for motivational speaking. You know, I talked about, you know, D.W. Rutledge right. and... And one of my speech teachers in high school was a part that, like, yeah. during his summers, he was a motivational speaker as well. Yeah. And I was very blessed to have very intense people who, who tried to speak. And I was like, you know, there's nothing cooler than than taking your words and empowering somebody and, else. Yeah. I think and it's so, just so cool, man. So when you said that, and I was like, I was like you know, I, I've been wanting to do this. 
but one, I, I have no idea how yeah. to get started, and and two, um, you know, I was like, what, what, you know, well, there's three points actually. <laughs> two, what makes me an authority, and then right. and then number three is, is this something that we're gonna kind of do for like two or three weeks, and then it's gonna fall off? Right. Like, are we gonna have the commitment to stay with it? Because right. that's. I think that was my biggest fear is, is you know, it'll, it'll seem really cool and yeah. really, uh, I don't know what the word is, um, interesting, I guess, at first. Right. But then will we get tired of it because of whatever reason? Yeah. And so that, that kind of, I, I took you serious, but I was also like, is this just kind of a passing fancy thing right. or is this something we're really going to commit to? Cause if it's something we're really commit to and you'll help me when I'm weak. Right. And I help you when you're weak in the, in the areas that we're both, weak, and just yeah, kind of build each other up. Then, then I'm all about it. But right. if we're just gonna, if we're just gonna kind of fuck around a little bit, yeah. then I'm not interested. I got other, I got other yeah, stuff definitely. to do. And, and yeah, man. I, and, and I think, uh, I think like you said, I think a lot of people would say that they're like, Oh yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. And they never really do it, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, willpower and, and whatnot. And uh, but uh, for me, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious as fuck, man. Since I was a kid, I'm one of those. I was a kid that asked a hundred fucking questions a minute. Yeah. And my daughter does it now, and it drives me crazy. But I'm like, I have to remind myself. That's uh, just you're me. my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and so that's I'm, your daughter. I'm curious, man. So uh, so um, I just know I've I've always had this feeling that my life my life. I don't want my life to be the, a normal life. It's not. Yeah. It's I, I, Groundhog Day sucks. Yes, and so uh, and so, uh, I'm always searching for ways to, to do things different than people, um, and so <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But um, one of the things that also too, just to, uh, this is a, another story that you that you don't know, but uh, whenever I uh, started, uh, so I have a personal training studio, guys. Uh, when I started the personal training studio, I had a friend. And my friend actually, oh, I have a, I had a friend. He is my business partner. And he's still my friend. He's still a good friend. <laughs> and um, and so uh, he came to me and he said, "Hey man, um, you know, when are you gonna go on your own? You know." And he had, I, I actually brought him to Golds uh, mm. to the gym that we're working on, mm. and then he left Golds and started his own thing, uh, but more in, in the independent side. But he came and, and he asked me, "Hey, let's when when are you gonna do this? When are you gonna do this?" One day I was like, "Let's do it." So. I started, you know, we started looking at equipment, we started looking at leasing, we started looking at this. He's like, well, we don't have any money. It's like, don't worry about that, I'll figure that out. So, um, I think we started talking about maybe that, uh, we started talking about this maybe like in May of 2015. And he was like, yeah, man, we should be ready to launch by next year at this time. I was like, uh, no, we should be ready to launch by September of 2015. Uh, you know, it should only take us this yeah, much time to do it. Yeah. And so um, he was just like, I don't think that could happen, bro. I don't like, I mean, we got to get money first. We got to build business plans. We got to do this. And and so we did, man. I just started, I put one foot after the other and uh, I'm still working my full-time job. I'm training like 10 to 15 hours a day um, uh, at my, uh, and, and whatnot. So I'm, it's not like, it's not like I took time off to, to start this. Yeah. And so uh, I just put one foot after the other, man. I started, I just started grinding it out and that's just something that, I, I, I started to learn about myself. I'm a, I can ex- execute. Sometimes my ideas are not 100% fully there. And so I have to take a few steps back and re, uh, readjust myself. But for the most part, when it comes to execution, I'm going to do it. Like if I told you I was going to do that, what did I do? I went and got a fucking it. mic. I, uh, 
I found out how to record shit on the computer, and and, and we did it. And, and we we've it. been how long have we been doing this? Shit, I think I, I think we're probably like on six or seven weeks. Like, because yeah. we because we we hung out for a couple of weeks and, and yeah. recorded some stuff before we actually went live on yeah, iTunes, yeah, and so. we did a bunch of other stuff. We probably recorded for about four weeks before yeah. we went live and, and got all that stuff. And done. like meanwhile, I'm working a full time job trying yeah. to do this, and you're working, you know, yeah. you're doing your your training studio yeah. full time job, and we're both. And and that's not even a hundred percent yet, guys. I mean, uh, so we we're going on our second year, on uh, with the personal training studio, and that, we're still we're still learning as we go. Uh, you know, implementing systems and um, you know, and uh, market uh, advertising and marketing and all that stuff that you know. Whenever you work for a big box gym, they take care of it. I mean, you're yeah. just there, you know, to take on a client, and you just worry about the programming and and uh, and you know scheduling and all that good stuff, and you know, giving results to your clients. Now I'm doing everything. So, and so, I have a, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I have these two questions. Uh huh. I have, you know, we're talking about stepping off into the unknown. I've noticed there are two totally different reactions. Right. Right. And, and one is, one is absolute debilitating fear that paralyzes people. Right. And the other is, is motivational. Right. Like, you know, we, we talked a few weeks ago about, about the Batman episode where yeah. you tied the rope around him. Yes. You know, because he was afraid. Uh huh. He failed, right. but when he let the rope go and he was really afraid of dying, yeah. he succeeded. Right, you know, in, in getting out of the cave. Right, mm-hmm. we. Why is it? I, I think it's important to say and to explore why, to the same stimulus, there are two polar opposite reactions. Mm-hmm. One is just debilitating fear, put people in the fetal position on the floor in the corner crying. The other is you know, absolute success. Right. Why do you think that is? I, for me, uh, personally, it's experiences, man. Um, so, uh, so for the people that are, don't know me, uh, don't know me, um, I was born in Mexico, came to the States. Uh, so I, I, I just, I think I, I encountered challenges very early in my life. Yeah, very early in childhood, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, you know, I remember, like, first of all, my name is Atli. It's a very, it's a very uncommon name, right? So you put that with not knowing the language, it's like, it's like bully, bully, you know, getting. It's like, it's like the perfect ammo to get bullied, right? And yeah. so, um, not just that, but then kind of moving around a little bit. So I was just challenged very early, and my mom, my mom uh, was uh, just held me to a high standard when I came to like uh, independence, like. Uh, being independent and being uh, self-sufficient like I remember being six and seven years old and putting my clothes getting my clothes ready for the next day uh, you know for school and so um, things like that and then also too man I think that uh, that for me um, is that I, I grew up I was born into in, into poverty I was born poor you know uh, um, I remember I remember uh, I remember that one of my aunts um, when I was a kid uh, when she where she lived they didn't have running water yet so they had to walk like two miles to get water and then come back mm-hmm. and so and so I knew what poor looked like I knew that I knew I know what the bottom looks like in a different in a, in a different country too mm-hmm. not, not even here in the United States I'm yeah. talking about in Mexico and so I just knew that I just 
I grew up knowing that that's not where I wanted to end up again, you know. Yeah. Or, or if 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 I did, there was nothing wrong with it. I mean, you survived. I survived. Yeah. Like you, sur- even even as bad as that was, you didn't yeah. die. No. And like you had to work to not die. But yeah. as bad as it was, it at w- the end of the day, I was alive. And you were alive, yeah, and, and you still lived through it. I think that's what scares a lot of people. Is so, for me, that's what it is, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I think experiences. I think, and and a lot of it is. Uh, is um, I also there's other there's I, I like what you said but there's an, also another saying and it comes with uh, o- uh, information overload where like you have so much information about a certain topic that it that it paralyzes you because you don't know paralysis which is by analysis there you go and yeah. so and so I think that's the same thing I think that we start thinking about you know what if this happens people but that what are, if this people happens people that are talented but, yeah like yeah. people that are extremely talented and knowledgeable fail because they're paralyzed by thinking about every single variable that could happen exactly what if this goes wrong 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 yeah and it's not because and it's not and it's not because they're stupid some people go both ways too they're like what if this goes right yeah and it's not because they're necessarily stupid or or cowards but their mind works you know the more the more i learn about the mind because eventually i want to i want to go on to to get my master's in psychology and sports Uh psychology the more i learn about the mind it's kind of a hobby of mine right now uh i learned that it's not that people are necessarily bad. It's just that they their brains are so overloaded with every possible scenario. Their mind works mm-hmm. that fast that they can think of 10,000 ways that things could go wrong. Right, yeah. And it, not that they're negative people, but they're just very aware people. Yeah. They've seen others fail. Yeah. They've seen the dangers. They've seen the pitfalls. They've seen the mistakes. Well, I think as humans, I mean, it's, it's a natural instinct. It's yeah. a natural instinct to to it's your. I mean, that's what it's there for. It's if you, to help if you, you keep you safe. Know, if you see a guy that that trains all the time, mm-hmm. you know, works out all the time, and he goes to do you know a three hundred pound squat, right? And then you see a guy, and then you who don't train squats, you do train. He does train squats. He doesn't. <laughs> Ally doesn't skip leg day. But let's say you don't train squats, and then you go to try and do it, even though maybe you're, like, a little bit bigger of a guy. Mm-hmm. You'd be foolish not to be kind of worried, because you've seen, like, this guy does it all the time. He goes to do it, and he he failed. Right. Well, I don't even do it. And, I mean, yeah. I'm a little bit bigger and carry a little bit weight more naturally, yeah. but... I still can fail. I can still, could, I can still fail, because right. this guy does it. And so, you know, that's... I think that's a really big part of it well yeah definitely because you see you see you're, you're a realist yeah there's nothing wrong with being a realist yeah and uh and, and so i i would agree with you yes and no but uh but one of my war one of my, one of one of the things that i hate the most when people tell me is be realistic uh because realistic is very subjective subjective it's it's based on your belief systems it's based on what you what what you what you think and, and, and self limiting yeah you limit yourself to what yeah. other people think that you can can and can't do mm-hmm. and so to be realistic is to say that I'm who am I being realistic to to your goals to my goals yeah, or to, to everybody's you, uh, goals or not even goals I mean, just goals. expectations Expe- that's that's that's, yeah. uh, that's what I meant yeah, to say yeah. expectations and so um and so yeah but uh yeah. So pre. So yeah, guys. I I, we, I, I don't even remember exactly what, what the point of, the, of this was. But it's it's it's, so, it's the fact that oh the two um, two different the two the two different the two you know, different sides. reactions yeah, the two to different stepping reactions. into the unknown to, to stepping into the unknown. And the thing is, is is we talked about this a little bit pre-show. Is you know the it, it, are we really afraid of failure or are we afraid of success? success. Are we afraid of in that success? 
people are like, I'm not afraid of succeeding. That's be awesome. That's stupid. But you know, I've seen a lot of people that are afraid of losing themselves in the success because right. people who are genuine, good-hearted, kind people are worried that because they're kind of realistic with themselves and their flaws, they're worried that if they get too material wealthy, yeah. that they'll forget where they, where came, they came from. from. Yeah. And, and they don't want to, I mean, I do that. I worry about that because I don't want to forget where I came from. I love all my friends. I told them, I said one day on, on Facebook, I said, <laughs> I told them, I said, you know, I'm, I'm really like, I don't always have the time to hang out with everybody that I want to hang out with and see them and go to the events and go to the little pool parties or Saturday night things. Right. But, you know, as, as soon as I'm financially able and time able to go and do all those things, I'm going to make a little victory lap. Oh, but yeah. I'm working on being, you know, yeah. working on yourself, you know, infamous and, and, and wealthy. Yeah. I've got the infamous part down. <laughs> like a lot of people know John Van. I'm not sure if that's a, a good thing. A good thing or not. Yeah. <laughs> or not yet, but, <laughs> but I'm trying to get the other part down because the fact is, is when, when people, the other part, I guess the other part is, is being true to yourself or like not losing yourself. Right. Is, uh, Forgetting where you came from. That's what you said, talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. You for, like, you don't want to forget. I've got a lot of thoughts going on. <laughs> All right, so, the flip side of not losing yourself in your success is not forgetting that you work hard and you've earned success. Oh yeah, that it wasn't you know, just handed. It, to it, you. It, it's it's not just handed. Like if you work really hard for your success, let's say you're an entrepreneur and you work for three, four, five years to make a successful business. I know it takes longer than that, but I'm just. Yeah. For, for shits and giggles yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're successful and people want to start throwing oh well you forgot where you came from you know like Gary Vee says in one of one of his things I watch is like dude when you were out partying yeah, I, was, I was I was doing business plans I was doing budgets I was out marketing my company I was out yeah. doing this I didn't forget where I came from because the fact that, and you can't say that to me because you weren't there with me. Yeah, you weren't there with me. And so, you know, I don't want to be combative towards towards our listeners or combative towards people. But the thing is, is part of not losing yourself is remembering that when good things come because of your hard work, not things that are handed to you or handouts, not, right. not that you're entitled to stuff, but when good things happen to you because of your hard work and your effort and your ideas, you also deserve you it. You deserve it big time. You know, don't ever sit there and say... Yeah after you put in the effort and you put in the time that you don't deserve it. Right. Because you do. Yeah. And, and so that's part of not losing yourself. And and I, and I think you kind of almost have to go with that uh, mindset. I mean, uh, talk, you know, thinking about, 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 uh, you know, building a business or, or just building wealth, wealth for yourself. A lot of people don't feel like they deserve to be wealthy or they don't deserve to have that, that, that next uh, job promotion mm-hmm. or they don't deserve to get, uh, you know, um, to get a pay raise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have you have to you have to have that that inner um, that inner um, what's that word I'm looking for uh, uh, worth inner worth you have to you know feel worthy of of doing and receiving yeah uh, but you still totally. obviously get get more than you take yeah I, mean, and I always you know, I always things, feel that way but you know but yeah, exactly I mean to, to be worthy. honest to be honest you know. For me, at least, yeah. the the way that I show that people value me is I spend time with them, right? Because I think after being everywhere that I've I've been, this is this is going to be one of my hard and fast rules about being a man. Is is you know kind of I'm taking a little sidetrack, but yeah, let's go for it, man. Um, time is the only real valuable commodity we have. 
Because the fact is, is more money can always be made. Yeah. More of this can always be bought. Right. It can always be, it can be produced. It can be X, yeah. Y, and Z, whatever. People have made a... Time uh, yeah. is the only thing that limits us. We are, we are all, every one of us is limited in time. And so who you choose to spend you, your time you with... You don't know how, how that Exactly. Is. Who you choose to spend your time with is what shows that person you're valuable. And so for me, not forgetting like where I came from is me saying... You know, I'm gonna make a victory lap with all my friends yeah. when I finally become as successful as I want to be. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is every single party that you have, every single Halloween thing, whatever, uh, it is. whatever it is that you guys are doing, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna spend time with you because, damn it all, you're fucking important to me. Yeah, definitely. And that's how I show you that you know you're worth it. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna. Not that you need to be graced by my presence. It's not an ego thing. It's yeah. a everyone's time is valuable and who I choose to spend my time with shows who I value. Right. So right now it's a select few people, you know, it's you and, and one of my, my better friends from the Marine Corps. And, and in all honesty, that's same for me, man. That's, that's who I spend my time with right now. Five people. Yeah. (laughs) Two people right now. I mean, my parents and family, but, and and one of them's a six month old. So he really doesn't appreciate it that much. Nah, he does. Uh, but, uh, now, uh, so so the kind of going back to that, John. So you said time, but right after time, you said relationships. So don't you think you va- don't you think those kind of go up together? They, I mean, they, don't I, you think that's I do, I that. do, and I think that's part of. You want to let, let, let's let's get kind of deep. That's for a that's a good that's a good come. I mean, I I I once heard uh, this guy say that that if you want to know uh, you want to know uh, you want to know how good a, a a man is. He said he used man as uh, a word. Uh, for this sentence, he didn't say like a good person. He said, "If you want to know if a of a man's good, pay attention to the way he treats his the people that are close to him." Yeah. Um. So, um, and so uh, to me, that kind of stuck them. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you know, there's a lot of there's a there's a I think there's a lot of us out there that because we go out and grind it out all day. When it when it's time to come back home, it's hard to shut it off. It's hard to like shut you know, off like that grind it. grind yeah. and shut off, sh- yeah that warrior mentality. And it's hard to just you know open up to mm-hmm. daddy daddy or you know honey 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 do you know and so um, so kind of kind of adding on to what you said um, is is because because your time's uh, 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 you know valuable valuable and it's and 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 it goes in interconnects with your relationships for you uh it it almost it i mean there's nothing better that you can do than to say than to completely shut off for an hour and be like i'm all yours yeah no phone no phone no text message is more important no email no facebook social media anything is more important than me hanging out with you with this this time time. yeah Yeah, exactly exactly i I really like that man that's and you know when we step off, like getting, like pulling it back, I know, you know, guys, we little, little side note. I know we sometimes go off on tangents, but I swear to God, it's all related. <laughs> um, you know, part of stepping off into the unknown is, and on the flip side, we've talked a lot about kind of the negatives and the fear and the failure and whatnot and staying true to yourself. But, but one of the things is, I, I can bet you, there's at least one person in your life who believes in you. Oh, definitely. And and if you're not, if you want to honor that relationship, you want to honor that friendship, then then fulfill your potential. Step off into the unknown. 
Yeah. You know, honor that, honor what that person thinks of you. I, I recently, this this weekend, I downloaded that, the, I think it's the Saraha app or whatever, uh-huh. where people can leave anonymous comments. Uh-huh. And, and for the most part, there were a lot of really dirty, perverted ones that I'm sure <laughs> were left by all my, all my friends from the Marine Corps. Thanks, guys. Like... I knew you guys were out there being and, weird and stuff. And you know, everybody thought you had sexy caps, though. That's for uh, sure. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, um, that's, that's but stuff. the one thing is cool is there were a couple comments on there that were talking that, that told me people were like, "Hey, like I really believe in you," and like seeing how you work and seeing how you get knocked down and seeing how you get back up. You know, it, it's really inspiring because the things that you're dealing with are are intense. Yeah, they didn't go in it, but they people have told me that, and I'm like. It's hard for me because like, I sit back and look at the struggles that I have and I compare them to the struggles of other people and I'm like, man, mine are really little, like, piddly-ass yeah. shit compared to these other people dealing with stuff. Right. Like, why am I letting this stuff with my ass? But when other people come to me and tell me, I believe in you and the stuff that you're dealing with is really heavy, I believe in you, I get inspired to step off and, and do new things and keep going forward yeah. into this unknown stuff. Yeah. I get inspired because I... Not so much for my own self, but, you know, like I said, I value people and I value the relationships I have. I want to honor what that person thinks. I don't want to make that person out to be a liar or a fool. Yeah. If they believe in me, then I, I should damn sure show them that they're not wrong for believing in right. me. So, you know, that's, that's the other thing about stepping off into the unknown, man. It's, it is terrifying, but there are people out there that believe in you. People yeah. that believe in you and me, like... People that have, I think, you know, one of the first people that liked the page, mm-hmm. you know, for, for both of us, we're just like, oh, sweet, yeah. hey, all right, <laughs> you know, and um, so it's, it's kind of, as many bad things as can happen for, for venturing out, there's equally, if not more, good things that can happen, right. and not even good things that can get you in trouble. You can just validate somebody... When I speak, when I talk to people and I tell them good things about them and then they go off and they're successful because of those, those good things, not that I did that, but that maybe I just I opened a door and they were like, I am good at this. I should go and do this. And then right. they get successful. I feel very good. It validate when I'm validated mm-hmm. by saying, by Hey, I success. see potential in you. I see this good thing in you. Yeah. I see that good thing in you. And then they go out and do that. It validates me. Maybe it's maybe it's selfish. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But it, it validates me in a sense that says, "Hey, you're not wrong about this." And everybody likes to be right. Yeah. Everybody likes to be right, no matter what it is. <laughs> whether you're right about you know who should yield on the freeway or <laughs> who should Who's do the best this or that. Football team, yeah, or football team, whatever. Everybody likes to be right, and yeah. so when you go out and prove somebody that believes in you right. Man, you're not only are you changing your life for good because they believed in you doing good things, but you're also helping them. Right. Maybe believe in themselves a little bit more. And and none of us get through this alone, man. No. Uh, and, and I think a lot of people forget that that you know behind every every everybody's success, there's so many there's so many people that were involved some somewhere or the other. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think part of like uh, uh, kind of piggybacking on what you're saying. Is that is that it's a, it's also it's it's also good to take in those people that believe in you and be like, hey, thanks. That that really that really helped me get over this uh, this phase that I was in, or, yeah. or whatever the case might be. Because we don't we're never gonna do it alone. It's never it's never I made it to the top or mm-hmm. I. It's it's always like, 
you know, I made it here, but most of the times when you hear like a celebrity or a movie star, what's the first thing they do? But let me think so, 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 so and so, so and so, so and so, so and so. Yeah. And so it, all these people had a part in, you know, their success. The success. And all we see is, you know, John. You know, yeah. we see just John, but behind John, there's, you know, mom, there's my dad, mom, my dad, brothers. my brother, my sister, in law, yeah. my sister, my brother, exactly. my nieces, my nephew. And, and, and so. And, and so, yeah, I, I just don't, I, you know, it's, it's great that you said that because, you know, sometimes I don't think, I, I, I don't think so, as, as people, we don't, we underestimate the power that we, of our words and what a positive affirmation could do to somebody, you know, and, and especially when you tell somebody, hey, I believe in you, regardless of however you're feeling, I believe in you. Just I that see, simple I that. thing might be stepping off into the unknown is yeah. putting your faith in somebody, you know, yeah, exactly. Whether it's. We don't expect everybody to be entrepreneurs. No. And, and to go out. But whatever it is you do, be good at it. And you know, something, this is hard for me to do. And I think it's, it's hard for a lot of people is maybe, maybe we swallow our pride a little bit and tell our boss, I believe in you. Thank you for leading me. Right. Boss made me come in on a Saturday. No, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell that guy, <laughs> thank you for, for leading us. Like a I wanted to do this on my, I wanted to sleep in on my Saturday. Right. You know, maybe, maybe you're stuck in a job where you're not a huge fan of your boss. Right. Maybe that's a problem for you. Okay. But maybe your step into the unknown is being grateful to him for the good things that he does do. And, and maybe it's one good thing that he does and everything else that he does is shit. But part of your growth as a man, part of your growth as a human is being able to Focus on the good things that people do in your life rather than the bad things. Because I, I guarantee you, man, it's so easy to find bad things. It's so easy to nitpick on shit. It it's so easy. Like, I don't give a I don't give a damn who you are. I could I was talking I was talking to my phone the other day. I when I get these ideas, yeah. I, I'll put the little record thing on and I'll talk <laughs> to it so I remember it because yeah. I'm so ADD, I'll be like, what the fuck was I talking about? Hmm. But I remember it now. It's so easy to pull things apart. It's yeah. so easy to destroy things. Yeah. It's not that hard. You could sit there and, and I, I made a, a really, you know, it's a pretty simple example, but I can say this for a fact. Anything that any man does is inherently flawed because man is not perfect and we cannot create something perfect. Yeah. Therefore, everything that's done is flawed in at least some way. So whatever it is you're doing, I can find some way and I can pull it apart and tear it apart and say that it's not good or perfect or, or otherwise, right? There's a flaw somewhere in it. Mm -hmm. Super easy to tear something down. Doesn't require a lot of thought. Doesn't require a lot of uh, energy. It can yeah. be entirely subjective to tear something down. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I don't want to be lazy. Yeah. I don't want to be intellectually lazy and and look for things that are easy i want to look for things that are good right you know we were talking about war for the planet of the apes you weren't that impressed by it right but that's you, okay but you found i it. loved it you because if it. you haven't watched it i'm not gonna spoil it for you <laughs> but but the one character that i was like this character cannot die he's been through all the series like he's been through all of the all the movies for you know from from dawn to rise to war He's, he's been one of the main characters in it, and I'm just like, this guy cannot die. Right. If this guy doesn't die, the movie's good for me. Right. I'm cool with it. And so I watched the whole thing last night with my dad, and, and he didn't die, and so I was like, 
It's good. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I don't care about the plot holes. I don't care about this. I don't right. care about that. This guy didn't die. I'm happy about that. And I went to, and I went home and I was excited about it. Yeah. Rather than sitting there and being like, oh, well, the dialogue sucked and this sucked and that sucked. Because I, I guarantee you, and we've talked about this, when you start focusing on things that suck, it carries, it, it poisons the well. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. So your fear of the unknown and, and your paralysis mm-hmm. and your negative thinking about the unknown and what it's going to do, it's going to poison the known. Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you, if you're afraid, but positive, you know, I'm learning this right now. I'm, I'm, rec- I'm trying to buy a house. We talked about this. I'm trying yeah. to buy a home. The market hasn't been that great with the budget that I have. Yeah. I'm trying to find a home, trying to find a home. I've put in a couple offers, they've gotten shut down, put in a couple offers, they've gotten shut down. I had to move in with my folks. A lot of people could sit there and be like, man, that sucks, like that's a bummer. But you know what? Like I've been driving so long at so many things. I'm exhausted. I'm physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. Right. This is a good step. This is a this is a this is a nice little retreat for me. You know how like you go on retreats to kind of refuel and get away re- from everything a little bit. Yeah, you know it's uh, somebody said it. I think uh, maybe maybe it was a uh, uh, guy from uh, the Order of Man. One of his guests. Minor setback for a major comeback. Ah, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm experiencing a minor setback for a major, major comeback. comeback. And we joked about this, yeah. you know. Perfect scenario. Like perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect scenario. You hear about scenario. all the success stories. Oh, you're, you know, you're in a job that maybe it's a good job, but you're not necessarily fulfilled. Right. You know, and you want something more. Then all of a sudden you have to move back in with your parents. Like that's how every success story starts. So I'm looking forward to this, guys. This yeah. will be pretty awesome, right? right? It's, like, <laughs> you know? it's like the Tyler Lopez like, commercial. I hear my garage in Lamborghini a few months ago. I was, I was living in my parents in a job that I wasn't fulfilled in. You know, blah, look, blah, blah, I, blah. I had I don't five dollars to my bank. In my I don't. Bank. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to tell people that I don't love my job. Look, I, I get an awesome opportunity to help people out every day. Right. I work with people that I generally enjoy being around. Right, and it's um, in the field that you that it's, you enjoy. And it's and it's a field that I enjoy. It's something that I like. I, I like helping people with, but but the thing is, is I've always wanted more. It's like I tell people this all the time when they're trying to relate. They're like, "You have this, you have this, you have this. Why are you so ungrateful?" I was like, "I'm not ungrateful." It's not, no, what it wanting is, more is not uh, being ungrateful. And a lot of exactly. people get, mistake that for some reason. Yeah, the thing is, is I'm like, look, it's like this. I have my, I, I relate it to college. I have my undergrad degree, right? right. Bachelor's degree is great. It's wonderful. It gets you foot in a lot of doors and this and that, and you know a lot of stuff. Right. Nothing bad about it. Mm-hmm. It had to happen in order for me to go and do what I want to do next, which is get one a, a, an undergrad degree. Right. Like, yeah, I have my under, I have my, I have my undergrad, but now I want a graduate degree. Mm-hmm. I want a master's in in sports psychology. Eventually, I want to have a PhD in exercise physiology. Is that uh, is that ever going to happen? No, but it, it's it's a it's not a a hatred for where I'm at now. It's a desire to know and experience more. more. Right. And I think, I think it, it relates really back with our topic today of, of the unknown. Are you a man that's terrified of the unknown or are you a man that's hungry for, for knowledge? Yeah, because yeah. that's all it is, is, well, is you're just, I think we all we're all are, ignorant though. to a degree. I think we all are, man. I think we all are. Um, I think that whenever, I think that whenever you, uh, uh, we all have, you know, like I, I was mentioning to you earlier, the, the unknown is also what, uh. Joseph Campbell calls the call to adventure, which is part of the hero's journey, and um, and so and so I think we all have that, man. We all, we all have that. If you ask somebody, 
If you ask somebody that's in their 40s or 50s, like, well, well, what did you really want to do? Most likely, they have an answer. And the reason why they didn't do it is because it was not safe. It wasn't like, it wasn't a set paycheck. It wasn't, there wasn't no compensation, no uh, no retirement plan, no medical, no this, no that. That's really what holds most people back. But if you ask mostly any man, uh, hey, you know, what would you be doing if you didn't do this job? They have some. They have an answer. It's yeah. just they just never they just never brought it to fruition, and so uh, there's an act of being prepared too. Yeah. You know, like we can't we can't advocate to you guys real quick stepping off into the unknown if you're completely ill prepared yeah, well, for it. You know, yeah. and, and that's a big thing in my mind is is yeah. yeah the unknown may be terrifying and it may be terrifying because you haven't done your due diligence yet. You know. Um, when, when I was in the Marine Corps and, and we were stepping out on patrol, we had trained, we had briefed, we were wearing all our proper, you know, uh, protection and equipment, my helmet, my flag jacket with my, my sappy plates, I had my rifle. Right. So, you know what? Yeah, I could have potentially died, but I had done everything and we as a unit had done everything that we thought we needed to do to prepare to prepare to be as successful as we could despite whatever unknown way it's not like the enemy is like hey at this intersection this intersection <laughs> this guy and this guy are going to shoot you from this building it right. was it was always unknown yeah when you were going to get hit when you were going to get in a firefight it was always unknown more often than not it ended with you know six or seven hours of extreme boredom and maybe like 30 to 40 seconds of extreme terror and holy crap this is happening right where you had to make, you know, decisions. Life or death decisions. But the fact is, is we were prepared for it. And so like you and I did with this, we spent, you know, a couple of weeks talking about what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do this. Then we spent a couple of weeks recording on our own, trying to get the, the flow yeah. back and forth before we started releasing stuff. And right. even today and last week, we talked about things to further it. Yeah. We're making plans so that we're as successful as we can in the unknown. It's not it's not just jumping off into the unknown with no plan like, well, I hope I fly. Yeah. It it's it's a little it's a little bit of that, but then like you said, you have to you have to uh, you have to prepare it in the sense of like if for example, if you if you want to, you know, start a podcast, I mean it's probably it's probably smart for you to go watch a couple podcast tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a good idea that you go listen to some podcasts yeah. that you that you enjoy and that you probably you want to be similar to them. Yeah. Uh, so that's those are all things that me and John did. Um, but um, but yeah. If I mean, you jump off the cliff with no parachute, you're destined to fail. Yeah. But if you jump off with a parachute, you know, most of the time it'll no. open if yeah. it doesn't that's kind of a fluke but you at least prepared yourself right and it might not open at the same I, I think uh, Steve Harvey's I think uh, yeah. the, uh, Steve Harvey says that it says that uh, if you don't jump off the parachute will never open yeah. if you jump off the parachute's gonna open but you don't know when it's gonna open yeah. it could take 10 years it yeah. could take 15 years it yeah. could take all the way to your 60 it. like it's the KFC guy it's funny you say Steve Harvey man yeah, I, don't, because, exactly, I don't even know no, if I'm talking about the right guy no, no, no Steve Harvey cause like last night yesterday I was watching him on Family Feud right and he's like dude in my 20s and 30s I had to get stuff situated in my 40s I finally yeah. got everything turned around right. yeah. and then and then here I am in my 50s balling yeah. and I was just like I was like yes yeah that's, well, that's it's the never, guy I was talking about it's never too late. It's never too late to try. Look, the world, I'm gonna tell you this right now. This is this is some real hard truth. You will not in the real world get a trophy for participating. 
Nope. You won't. However, that's not to say that trying Sound isn't fucking worth it. Oh, hell yeah. Trying is what gets you to succeeding. You know, uh, do we? I think we've talked about this in um, either in either in conversation or in um, another podcast where we talked about. Did you you ever watch The Office? Uh, yes. Right with yes. Michael Scott. Yes. Remember when he he quit Dunder Mifflin and started his own paper company? No, well, I mean, I watched a few episodes. Okay, so there was an episode, there was a couple, there was yeah. like a couple episodes where he quit Dunder Mifflin uh-huh. and started his own paper company, and they were undercutting Dunder Mifflin by a lot. They were offering such cheap prices <laughs> that Dunder Mifflin just couldn't compete, right? Right. But they were also losing money hand over foot. <laughs> it was hilarious because on one hand, they're stealing all the customers from this big branch, but on the other hand, they can't even pay their bills because they're they're losing money. They're losing money with how much they're they're charging for the paper, but they're still they're still doing all this stuff. And so finally the CEO or chief financial officer of, of the company comes to him and goes, Hey, we wanna offer you guys this, this, and this. And he's like, No. You know, <laughs> we want we want this, this, and this. And the guy's like you're talking about a multi-million dollar like buyout, you know, salary, uh, insurance, this, that, you know, benefits, all this. And he's like, he's like, you guys can't possibly keep this up. He's like, look, if we fail, I got a thousand names for paper companies that I can keep doing. And we will fail and fail again if it means seven. And you know, sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. Is it takes that sheer defiance uh-huh. and being okay with failure, man. That's yeah. one thing, like, everybody laughs at Michael Scott as this incompetent, weird yeah. guy. But you know what? One thing he did is he didn't, he wasn't afraid of failing. Right. And I think he wasn't afraid of using failure to get to his goals. Right. Too often we look at failure as the end. Yeah. We don't want to stand up. We're afraid of the unknown. Well, I failed before, you know, and now it's a known. Right. The fear is known. You know, we stepped off into the unknown and we failed. Right. And so now we've had that learned fear. Yeah. And we think that's the end. Mm -hmm. But really, it's just an opportunity for us. Okay. Come back better. Okay. Come back better. Next time somebody throws, you know, uh, a right hook, make sure my left hand is up to block it. Right. Don't just leave it hanging down like Conor McGregor does. Yeah. And Floyd's probably gonna knock him out. Yeah. Like, hey, I thought I thought that fight was off. By the way, I thought it was on. Still, oh, well, I, maybe I it was know. fake news. Well, I don't know. <laughs> fake news. You're fake. <laughs> hey, you're uh, fake but, news. But, uh, and you're ta- fake news. <laughs> you're all fake news. Talking uh, about uh, talking about uh, talking about a uh, failure, man. So, uh, all right. And we're, I'm gonna ask John this question, but um, first I'm gonna start off with the fact that I. You know, a lot. Of, I know that failure is a, a a big a big thing when it comes to stepping to unknown. For me, I, actually, it was the other way around. It, it was kind of failure of success and failure of being judged. Like failure of people telling me, uh, like you like you had mentioned before, like who are you? Like who are you to be saying this kind of things? Or who are you? What kind of authority do you have? Right? And so and and also putting myself out there, like like almost kind of want to you know not wanting to be uh, known. I guess is what the the you know a way to explain that but uh the i i i've never really like uh i really i always i guess i'm i'm pretty optimistic when it comes to to doing things i'm i'm I'm, my mom would probably call me a dreamer you know i've always talked about you know being successful in whatever i did and you know having cars and and how and i'm i'm not actually a very materialistic person but i love cars so i'll be the guy that that you know (laughs) 
that owns, you know, not, not even owns, because I, I wouldn't care. I could drive one car and just keep switching it out every so often. But anyways, uh, kind of going off in tandem there. But uh, the the fear of, uh, the fear of, uh, the fear of judgment, I think, is, is probably more, is probably just as much as paralyzing as the fear of failure, I think. Um, you know, because none of us want to get judged. None of us want, none of us want And judgment is inevitable. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is, really is. Like, no matter what anybody says, oh, I don't judge people. Yeah, you do. You judge. Do. It's, everybody it's, makes judgments every damn yeah. day. I mean, when you, when you think somebody, I mean, uh, even, it, it, and remember, judgment doesn't mean positive or negative. It could be a positive thing. You're yeah. still judging somebody. Yeah, you're still <laughs> judging something. Like, yeah. anytime, anytime you make a choice, you've judged that choice yeah. to be superior to the other choices you have. Yeah. So, so like, I don't want to hear anybody else saying, oh, I don't judge people. I don't judge anything. Yeah, you do, motherfucker. Yeah, like, stop sh- lying. You just don't do it openly, maybe. You just, you just don't do it in, in, a, in a troll, in in a troll a, way. In a bigoted and horrendous manner. Or maybe you do. Maybe you are a bigot. I don't know. I don't <laughs> fucking know you. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I think that's, I, I think they both go, those, that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I, what about you, man? What's your, what's your, what's your biggest fear? I mean, right now we're really kind of just touching in three of them, which is failure, success, fail, just failure, failure, uh, and I'm sorry, fear of success and fear of failure, and then fear of being judged. Um, you know, I want to go back to that that fear of losing yourself because, like we 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 talked about earlier, man. Yeah. I think that's my biggest thing is losing is if losing yourself. I don't want people to ever say, oh. You're not, you're not the John I always remember. In, in some ways, I want to be the John that everybody always remembers because I think I've got a very good baseline. You know, my mom, I, I've, I've been very lucky. My mom is probably one of the most kind and generous, compassionate people I've ever met. And, and my dad is probably one of the most outgoing and generous and kind, good-hearted people I've ever met. And so I was very lucky to grow up in that household right. and learn those things. Like, I think... More than anything, more than I would like wealth, more than I would like materials, I would like at the end of the day, I'd like to people to remember about me that I was always genuine and real to the people that I said I cared about. Right. And so if I get successful, when when we get successful at this, not if, when, when we get successful at this, my number one fear is, is for people to think that I don't genuinely care about them anymore. Right, because I'm because, busy oh, with you're, other things. You're better, you're yeah. Better I don't want people, people to think that I think I'm better than them. I'm right. not. I'm. I'm just. Look, I decided to do this, and this is where I, I needed to, to be. Yeah. Like this is where this is what I need to do in my life. Right. If this is what you need to do in your life, that's fine. But I'm never gonna sit there. I I really do fear people saying, "You think you're better than me?" Right. No, man, I don't. I, I like. I want to tell you guys right now that are listening. No matter what happens. I never want you to think that I'm better than you. I've had different experiences, and you've had different experiences. I don't think there's a single person. I think that everybody has something that, that, that you can learn from. Oh, it does. You know, Ally and I are talking about doing this little kind of kind of drawing thing, and there will be more details, more details to follow. And, you know, as much as we're going to be hopefully pouring into other people's lives, I'm pretty sure we're going to learn a lot ourselves from right. from the various people we, we come into contact with and and that's that's one of the things that I think is really cool about it you know yeah we'll be able to do some stuff that we have has been put on our hearts but also our interactions with whoever we come into contact with 
they may teach us a lesson that both of us really needed to learn. That may be the whole reason behind this podcast, the whole reason behind it all, may be so that we come into contact with this one individual who teaches us a lesson that we both really, really, really need to learn. You know, maybe they help us more than we help them. Who knows? But everybody has something valuable to give, and that's why I would say don't be afraid of the unknown. Don't be afraid. Like, let's step off. Let's take that journey because the worst thing that you could do, the worst thing that you could do is be 70 or 80 years old, and we've heard it a thousand times, and say, I wish I had done this. I wish I had said this. I wish I had been X, Y, or Z. I wish. Like, I don't... It's so stupid. We see that on, what was it? Meet the Millers, the family with like Jennifer Aniston, like they do no regrets, yeah. right? I, I don't want to say no regrets because when you say no regrets, you mean you mean that you're satisfied with all the decisions that you've made. And you know what? I am going to be 70 and 80 years old and I am going to have regrets. Not, hopefully though, they're not regrets of commission where I willfully, maybe it's just like, hey, you know, I I made a choice and I saw how it turned out and I wish I'd known better and I could have made a better choice. But I never want to have, I never want to say, I wish I'd had the courage. I don't have a regret, I don't want to have a regret of courage. Right. And I don't think that's something that we want to push for our listeners is to have a regret of courage. I want them to be very courageous, you know, I mean, not to get super biblical because I know not everybody is, is biblical, but you know, in... In the Old Testament, I think it's in, in Joshua of the Bible, it says, it says, you know, like three times, have I not told you to be strong and courageous? Like, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. And it's, it's obviously important enough for the writer of that book to put in. Right. It's obviously important for them. And, and you know, maybe we're Hindu. Maybe you're Hindu. Maybe you're Buddhist. Maybe you're, you're uh, uh, Muslim. Maybe you're, maybe you're atheist. But you know what? I've never seen a time in my life personally and professionally when being strong and courageous has has been a, a negative right so that's you know like we're kind of i think we're kind of wrapping it up here i yeah, don't know the time yeah. kind of wrapping it up at the end of the day stepping into the unknown yes. there's nothing that that you can't learn that can't be beneficial for be, from coming from being strong and courageous right you know that's kind of what i want to end on is is just prepare and then go do. Right. You don't have to prepare forever. Sometimes it's as simple as, as putting right. the parachute on. Don't, you don't have to... Don't, uh, don't take too much information to where you can't make a decision. Yeah, no paralysis by analysis. Yeah. Jump out there into that unknown. Yeah, start, start. Whatever the fears may be, don't deal with them. Don't deal with future fears in the present. Deal with future fears when they come. Right. You know, that's that's cool. I should I should take that out. I should take my own damn advice. Stop ahead. worrying about the future yeah. and just deal with it when it comes. Yeah. So Yeah guys and so uh yeah, so that wraps it up for today's episode. Uh, again, you know, don't you know prepare but don't don't paralyze yourself and just, just step out there and you know you know, usually what's out what's on the other side of the door is always uh, you know, a lot of great things and a lot of a lot of things that you you couldn't even imagine that you could have done. So uh Again, guys, we're signing off, and uh, remember, always forward, always. Hey, guys, this is John. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Hey, guys, this is Ally. Please uh, remember to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Facebook at Raising the Bar Modern Masculinity. 
And remember to like and share us, uh, share our page on Facebook, and leave a comment. And together, remember, always, always forward, always.